Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Bellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. The other day uh, on one of our social media channels, I received what I thought was really one of the coolest and possibly most honest comments I'd ever seen in, a, in one of our posts. The person who commented was acknowledging that while he loved all the, the tinted water which botanical method aquariums yield, he was having a bit of a mental struggle at the dark water hiding some of the subtle coloration of his fishes. Now, he loved the look, but he was just kind of bummed out that his colorful fishes weren't quite as discernible in the deeply tinted water. And he was sort of torn, and he wanted to know if I ever had a similar feeling. Now, besides just loving the incredible honesty, the comment did, you know, make me think a little bit. And I can honestly say that it never actually bothered me. In fact, I did have to think about it a lot, but it was mainly for the reason that I couldn't think of a time when, when this actually bothered me. I, I guess I was always drawn so much to the habitat that any perceived loss of color in the fishes was a non-issue. I think that I'm also naturally attracted to fishes, which although can be colorful, generally have more muted patterns, you know, which are intended them to, to help them blend into their environment. Plus I found that a lot of fishes actually are complemented by this type of a, of a color of the water. However, I do agree that tinted waters, which result when we add, you know, leaves and seed pods and soils and stuff like that into our aquariums, definitely do impact the visuals of our fishes. Anyone who's ever tried to take a pic or a video of his or her botanical method aquarium can attest to this, right? It's hard to get a good pic showing all the accurate colors of some of your fishes. Now, I say accurate in terms of like the, the, the colors that we know and love in the, in the hobby. On the other hand, some fishes seem to take on an entirely new appearance in tinted water, and the function of the coloration makes a whole lot more sense when you see it in this context. There's a reason as to why this is. Uh, I found a paper by two um, researchers um, in Japan, uh, Kohima and Shiro, uh, about the coloration of none other than the blackwater dwelling neon tetra. And his conclusion was pretty darn clear about its coloration, and I'll just read you from the paper. To clarify the ecological function of this coloration, we examine the appearance of the living neon tetra. They changed color in response to lighting and background conditions and became less conspicuous under each condition to the human eye. Although they appeared bright in colorless clear water, their stripes appeared darker in black water. In addition, the visible area of the stripes was small and their brightness decreased until they were observed within a limited viewing angle, approximately 30 degrees above the horizon. The results show that from the viewpoint of approaching submerged predators, a bright mirror image of the stripes is projected onto the underside of the water's surface, providing a dramatic visual target while the real fish remains less conspicuous. Based on the results, we hypothesize that the neon tetra's bright coloration as, is an effective predator evasion strategy that confuses predators using bright mirror images. So that's kind of cool, right? Now, scientists are aware, of course, that dissolved organic materials like tannins and lignans, which visually tint the water, also absorb you know, all wavelengths of light, yielding that sort of brownish color that we know so well. So yeah, some of the more subtly colored patterns on fishes will likely be more difficult to discern in tinted water. Well, what can we do about that? Can we do anything about it? Well, for one thing, we, we could uh, adjust the lighting within our aquariums and simply ramp up color and intensity. This is where modern LED lighting fixtures work so well, in my opinion. 
you'll have to do some experimentation, but the versatility of LEDs makes it really, really easy. Which is why I recommend LEDs as the de facto lighting for pretty much every aquarium, let alone botanical method ones. Now remember, all of this discussion revolves around the properties of the water itself. Indeed, in our tanks, the water itself becomes a part of the attraction, doesn't it? And it becomes a consideration if you're trying to keep like aquatic plants. And we have this discussion a lot. You simply need to ramp up intensity to assist with light penetration, as we discussed right here in the tin just a couple days back. One of the big discussion points we have in our little world is about color and clarity of the water in our botanical method aquariums. We receive a lot of correspondence from customers who are curious how much stuff it takes to color up their water or whatever. Now, this is so far from mainstream aquarium hobby thinking that I just have to laugh sometimes. I mean, those of us in the community of, you know, Blackwater or botanical method aquariums seek out tint and this kind of body in our water while the rest of the aquatic world, well, they just sort of freak the fuck out about it, right? It's, it's really funny. And beyond just the color, there's other factors to the water which impact the visuals, right? Now, our aesthetic upbringing in the hobby seems to push us towards crystal clear water, regardless of whether it's tinted or not. And think about it. You can have absolutely, you know, it's not a measure of water quality. So you could have absolutely horrifically toxic levels of ammonia, dissolved heavy metals, etc. in the water that's invisible and clear as glass and have perfectly beautiful parameters in water that's heavily tinted and even a bit turbid. Uh, FYI, uh, the turbid or turbidity is defined as the cloudiness uh, or haziness of a fluid caused by large numbers of individual particles that are generally invisible to the naked eye. It's kind of like smoke in the air. So that's why the long-standing aquarium mythology, which suggested that black water aquariums or aquariums with tinted water were somehow dirtier than blue water tanks, used to drive me nuts. The term black water describes a number of things. However, it is not. It is not a measure of the cleanliness of the water in an aquarium, is it? Nope, it's not. Now, chemical analysis of compounds like ammonia, nitrate, nitrite, uh, phosphate, and measurements of the conductivity, redox potential of the water, those are the indicators of water's cleanliness. Color alone is not indicative of water quality for aquarium purposes, nor is, nor is tubidity. Sure, by municipal drinking water standards, color and clarity are important and can indicate, you know, a number of potential issues, but we're not talking about drinking water here, are we? No, we aren't. And yes, aquariums with high quantities of organic materials breaking down in the water column add to the biological load of the tank, and that requires, you know, diligent management on your part. This is not some shocking new revelation. Now, frankly, I find it rather amusing when somebody occasionally tells me that what we're doing as a community is reckless and that our tanks look dirty, as if we don't see that or understand why our tanks look the way they do. And again, we do know that the color and visual characteristics of the water are the way they are for certain reasons, not just because the water is of low quality. And we're not trying to maintain low quality here, right? There's a difference, again, between color and clarity. The color, as you know, is a product of tannins and humic acids leaching into the water from wood, from soils, from botanicals, and it's typically not cloudy. It's one of the most natural-looking water conditions around, <clears throat> as water influenced by soils, um, wood, leaves, etc. is pretty much ubiquitous in the you know, tropical environments of the world. Other than having that undeniable color, there's little that differentiates this water from so-called crystal, crystal clear water to the naked eye, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Of course, the water may have lower pH and general hardness, but these factors have no bearing on the color or the visual clarity of the water. And conversely, dark brown water isn't always soft and acidic. 
you can have very hard alkaline water that based on our hobby biases, excuse me, looks like it should be very soft and acid, but colors no indicator of pH or hardness either. Again, it's one of those things where we seem to ascribe some sort of characteristics to the water based solely on its appearance. I hate that as much as I hate, you know, approaches to aquariums, which rely completely upon aesthetics because it misses so much. And as I mentioned before, a funny byproduct of our more recent obsession with black water aquariums in the hobby is a concern about the tint of the water and yeah, perhaps the flavor of the said water, a byproduct of our acceptance or of these natural influences on the water and a desire to see more realistic representations of certain aquatic environments. And that means the dark water that we love so much. It's pretty cool. Now, natural black waters typically arise from highly leached tropical environments where most of the soluble elements are rapidly removed from rock and soil by heavy rainfall. So materials such as soils are the primary influence on the composition of black water. Leaves and other materials contribute to the process in nature, but are not the primary drivers of its creation and composition. We just have to kind of get to know that. Okay, so there we had another discussion of the visual characteristics of water. It's a bit funny that we don't have to think much about water in terms of aesthetic in most typical aquarium settings. It's definitely a botanical method thing, isn't it? Yet it all boils down to the fact that when we utilize botanical materials in our aquariums for the purposes of influencing the ecology, we also get the collateral benefit of tinted water. In some instances, the tinted water can impact the appearance of the inhabitants. And that's neither good nor bad. It's just something that is, something that we have to understand. We as aquarists need to get our head around this idea once again that this type of more natural aquarium brings its own unique set of aesthetics and we as hobbyists can and should learn to embrace them. Now, it's totally okay if we don't, but it's important to understand that what we see in our aquariums is perhaps, maybe, the truest reflection of nature because that's what happens in the natural habitats too. Something to think about. Stay observant, stay open-minded, stay curious, stay excited, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.